Let me begin by saying that I'm not using my podcast to endorse any one of the presidential candidates, for multiple reasons. One, I'm not American. Therefore, my opinion on the matter has absolutely no ramifications on the final result. Two, there are thousands of other podcasts that deal with day-to-day political issues and figures, not this one. Three, I don't believe it's correct for any rabbinical figure to state his opinion on a public forum, irrelevant of what his personal choice would be. So what's the point of this episode? Well, it's clearly visible that our neighbors south of the border, in the United States, are divided. The insults thrown are piercing. The blasphemy is heart-penetrating. The hatred is growing. Civil unrest is an understatement, and fear is that this is just a beginning. I will make it clear that I'm no political expert, I have my views on the economy, welfare, social issues, and policies and procedures, just like everyone else out there. But I'm just one vote out of 30 plus million in Canada. What I do believe in are the words of our sages who, almost prophetically, address the solution to any political strife within a country. In the second Mishnah, the third chapter of Perkei Avot, it writes, Rabbi Hanina Segan HaKohanim Omer, Rabbi Hanina, the deputy high priest, says, Pray for the welfare of the government, for were it not for the fear of it, people would swallow each other alive. In essence, the issue facing the American people right now is the lack of fear or respect for the government. According to the Tanah Rabbi Hanina, fear of government, Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative, comes through praying for their success, regardless if you sit on the left or the right. As, re- as residents of the country you live in, being part of a democratic process, you must be able to pray for the well-being of the monarch and leader so he or she can govern the country properly. It's for that reason the custom in our synagogues is to pray for the welfare of the government during multiple occasions throughout the year, none more important than Yom Kippur, because our future, our physical and spiritual journey, which come along with our life choices, have a lot to do with the government and monarchy in power. When the inverse occurs, you literally end up with Chaim Bilal, people swallowing up each other alive. Riots, looting, arson, verbal abuse, physical assault and battery, burning flags, civil unrest, and heaven forbid, civil war. A person who can't find it within himself to be thankful and be blessful of the country who provides him with civilization lacks a lot more than he thinks. Rabbeinu Yonah addresses this in his commentary to the aforementioned Mishnah. And he writes, I quote, This matter is wanting to say that a person should pray for the peace of the whole world and be in pain about the pain of others. And this is the way of the righteous ones. As David, peace be upon him, stated, As for me, when they were ill, my dress was sackcloth. I afflicted myself in fasting. As a person should not make his supplications and his requests for his needs alone, but rather to pray for all people, that they be at peace. And with the welfare of the government, there is peace in the world.
End quote. In other words, you are simply not a peaceful person. And if you lack peace, then you lack godliness. Because God's essence is shalom. God's name is shalom. But Rabbi, isn't this different? Look at the country. Look at his personality. Look at his comments. Look at his demeanor. Look at his evil. Look at his lack of presence. How can you compare the two? Well, I can. Because if anything, Rabbi Hanina Segana Kohanim lived during tumultuous times much worse than what we're experiencing today. He lived during the destruction of the Second Temple of Jerusalem. He had testified following that event on what he had seen occur during the destruction. He was killed along with Shimon ben Gamliel and Ishmael ben Elisha Kohen and was one of the ten martyrs killed by the Roman authorities in one of the most horrible catastrophes to ever take place to the Jewish people. If anyone had any right to complain about the government, it was him. He should have spent every minute of his day cursing the enemies of the Jews. Yet, he authored a Mishnah that was just the opposite. Yes, I'm being subjugated. Yes, times are tough. Yet, this is not what I had hoped and expected for. But I still pray for their welfare. I don't know what the outcome will be of today's presidential election in the United States. And there will be hundreds of people listening to this clip well after the votes are tallied and president is sworn in. But in truth, it matters not if it's American elections, Canadian elections, Israeli elections, or even synagogue elections. After the vote, you wish well for the people who you put in charge to direct your country. Synagogue or institution, no difference. Failing to do so can have devastating consequences. Heed the words of Jeremiah the prophet, V'darshu et shalom ha'ir asher igleti etchem shama, V'itpalelu ba'ada el Hashem, Ki bishloma lachem shalom. And seek the welfare of the city to which I have exiled you, and pray to the Lord in its behalf. For in its prosperity you shall prosper. May the words of the prophet in the Tanah be heard and internalized, so we can all pray and hope for a world of peace, serenity, and harmony among all human beings. The Finding Holiness podcast has been brought to you by Eli's Fine Foods. Serving the greater Toronto area for over 25 years, Eli's has been a staple in the kosher food industry, offering catering and takeout options in locations across the city. For more information, check out their website at elisfinefoods.com. To sponsor an episode or to our class, email us at findingholiness at gmail.com or support us directly using the link atop the webpage at findingholiness.buzzsprout.com.